friends. So at this point in society, we have all heard how motivation is very fleeting. And in turn, you have to really rely on self-discipline, mental toughness, self-control to keep going. And while I agree, I do think that there are some things I've personally done to help facilitate motivation and keep it going. So that momentum after you gain the motivation. So before we jump in, if you're new here, welcome. Thank you for spending your time with me, and I hope you continue to listen and gain tips that can help you along your journey. If you've been listening for a while, thank you so much to be my avid listener. I hope you love this podcast as much as I do producing it, and the one way you can share with me if you love it or leave it, (laughs) um, you can leave a five-star rating and review, and it really does mean all the difference in the podcasting space. So if you've already wrote one, you can simply just backspace or delete the words that are in your review and write a new one. I promise it does mean so much because with every rating and review, this spreads the message that much further to a potential friend that might need to hear this information. So I read every single one of them. I love hearing from you guys. It really does give me feedback so I can adjust how and what I'm talking about on the show. Um, So let's jump in. I'm so excited to share my six tips for gaining that motivation and then keeping the momentum flowing. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian, and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. So if you're listening while you're on the road, I would suggest you just listen all the way through and think about the promptings that I'll give Or if you're somewhere where you can jot down some notes, it will be helpful for you to get more out of this episode. Um, So for my last episode, it's no secret that I've been struggling, but over the last little while, I've put my nose to the grindstone and worked to get back to my old self. And while I'm still not perfect, I am progressing, which is good news. Yay me. (laughs) Um, And it took a few steps to get back. And I think it's important to remember and hear me when I say this, I think it's really important to remember that I did not unravel overnight. It was a slow process and to try to expect an overnight solution out of myself, I'm going to go ahead and tell you is like on the do not do list. Okay, do not expect overnight to fix your lack of motivation. But we are going to go over six six tips, not six tips, six tips to help you start to figure out where that motivation is lacking and then how to fix it. So number one out of six, get alone and ask yourself if you're actually living or going through the motions and surviving. So like I said, get alone, meaning go on a drive by yourself, ask your hubby to watch the kids, something. Get alone. And I'm not talking about with a friend so y'all can brain dump and like try to figure out what you can improve in your life. No, get alone and ask yourself if you're actually living or if you're going through the motions and surviving. Number two is process some way. So after you've been alone and you've decided like, okay, things are not feeling great, or maybe you decide things are going great, But chances are, if you're lacking motivation, something's not exactly right. 
So number two, after you've gotten a loan, is process some way. So through a friend, definitely pray, journaling, communication. Sometimes um, if you're like an introspective person, sometimes it means that you are staying by yourself to process this information. But for me, an external processor, um, communication with people that I trust is the godsend that I need to try to get through um, hard topics or thinking through something that's kind of tough and trying to really figure out why am I frustrated or what that looks like. Um, And so that may take a few days. It definitely did for me. And I'm going to go into like how I've figured out these six tips recently that has really helped me. So number two, like I said, is process some kind of way. Um, Number three is decide who you want to be. You know, like I, like I said, I'll get into mine here in a second, but who do you want to be? Do you want to be somebody that gets up early? Do you want to um, be a patient wife? Do you, who do you want to be? Do you want to be a corporate rock star and absolutely kill it and climb the ladder? Do you want a home business? Do you want to be a motivational speaker? Do you want to be an exceptional mom? Like who do you want to be? And I had to ask myself this. Who is Hannah? Who does Hannah want to be? Like, when I look back on Hannah's life, what did she look like? You know? So, number three is decide who you want to be. Number four is what steps will it take for you to change to get there, right? So, what steps do you need to change? What what steps do you need to shift in to go where you want to go, right? And hear me when I say don't go crazy with this. Do not try to overhaul in one night, okay? We are talking about basics. So if I want to be a person that does not emotionally eat, right, I'm a person that that embraces food freedom, okay, then that looks like for me getting more water in so that I'm not always going to food. I'm going to grab my water bottle first and develop that habit, okay? This big race of who we want to be, like this big um, overhaul that eventually we want to see, like if it may be one thing in your life that needs change, but it may be like, whoa, I've gotten way out of hand here. I've got to correct a lot of things. Okay, that's where I found myself. But regardless, you have to you have to take little small baby steps to get there. And for me, like I said, if I want to be somebody who's embracing food freedom, that person probably drinks a lot of water. That person probably orders a side salad with their meal. That person probably is very mindful about what they eat and when they eat, right? Not obsessive, mindful, okay? So number four is what steps or things do you need to shift to become that person, okay? So number five is getting in a quick win, So like I just said, there's small things that you can shift that are going to help you become this new version of who you want to be, right? What are those small things that you can do this week and practice this week to help you become that person? Like I said before, you start with the basics, right? 
You start with very small steps because if you focus on huge steps and and things that you feel like are audacious, sometimes we get overwhelmed and we don't do anything, right? I know that when I get so overwhelmed, I shut down and I don't end up doing any of them. So getting in a quick win, right? It's a small promise that you can make yourself that at the end of the week, you're going to be proud that you stuck with. So if you want to be this healthy person, what does healthy what does healthy look like? Healthy, yes, in weight loss, right? Healthy, yes, in making sure that your body is nutritionally well-fed, but also healthy in your sleep patterns, healthy in your relationships. So you have to get specific. So when I envision a healthy person, I envision someone that gets up early, that feels well-rested. So maybe I can start getting up 30 minutes earlier every day this week. We're only talking 30 minutes. Maybe I need to go to bed 30 minutes earlier, right? And so maybe I take that and I say, okay, every day this week, I'm going to get up 30 minutes earlier. So I'm going to get up at like 5 a.m. or 5.30 or whatever 30 minutes earlier for you is, right? Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe healthy for you looks like somebody that never drinks soda, right? They only drink water. So instead of drinking soda all day, what about incorporating two glasses of water a day? or 16 ounces of water. If you've never drank water and you only drink soda, it is very hard to quit cold turkey. So maybe you start introducing more water along with your soda for this week. And then next week, maybe you start drinking even more water. We're talking very small steps. And I know that if you need a life overhaul and you are feeling very desperate and you are feeling very stuck, that this does not sound like it's going to make any, like, room, any progression. But I'm getting to that. I promise it will because I just experienced it. So number six, after you've gotten your quick win, after you stuck with that thing for one week, number six is check in at the end of the week and look back at what you accomplished. Now here's the beauty of momentum. Okay, so all those things, one through five, we just talked about That's going to help you get that motivation, right? Getting that quick little win, being proud of yourself, um, visioning who you're going to be, who you want to be. What does that person look like? Are you actually living instead of going through the motions, right? All that is going to lead up to very like motivation style um, energy, okay? So then where does the momentum come in at? Um, And that's when you look back at your week and you look at what you accomplished because I guarantee you, that if you kept your promise of getting up 30 minutes earlier or walking three times this week or incorporating a glass of water or two or maybe you ate breakfast. Maybe you're somebody that does not eat breakfast, but you know healthy people eat a good breakfast, right? What if you kept those promises to yourself? What would that do for the rest of your day? I can tell you because I've experienced it. When you get quick little wins and you're proud of yourself and it's something that you had to commit to and you stuck with it, I promise you everything else in your life gets that much easier to do. So I took this same layout just a couple weeks ago and did these same steps. So I'll tell you a little bit about mine. Um... And this is the best way I've described to a friend. I feel like what has happened in my life over the past little while. And I described it as like I was headed down a pathway. 
and I have a basket in my hand, right? And we all walk on a path of life, okay? And in that path of life, there's going to be rocks, there's going to be mud puddles, there's going to be downed trees, right? And so if we trip on a rock, something falls out of our basket, okay? If, you know, we got dirty in the mud hole, right? Maybe a coworker frustrated us and it just really sent us over the edge, okay? Maybe there was a downed tree in our path and maybe that's like life-altering kind of stuff, like life-shaking, right? So I'll share a little bit about mine. So some trips <laughs> that I had, like tripping over a rock, would have been me getting sick, right? I've, I've gotten sick like three times over the past year, like with a horrible cold. And so lo and behold, that throws me off of my groove. Okay, so there's me tripping, I've definitely been stressed and got frustrated. So there's those mud puddles because my stress level really takes a toll on my emotional eating, right? If I'm not dealing with those emotions correctly. And then downed trees in my pathway is like my miscarriage and my grandma dying, our cat (laughs) disappearing, my dad being in the hospital over a year ago, things like that that are like life altering, right? And somewhere along the way, I just kept losing things out of my basket when things were so good and I felt so motivated and I was disciplined and um, I was just killing it, right? That's when I had all the things in my basket. I had picked up the habits. I had practiced the habits and I kept going with those habits because the momentum had become much easier to maintain than this stop, go, stop, go, okay? And in that basket looked like a solid morning routine, daily workouts from my ha- from my house that I do, um, my time in my faith, plenty of water, feeding myself correctly, good sleep. Like those things were in my basket because I had practiced them over the last several years. And then it's like as these life bumps and, you know, trips along my pathway happened, things just fell out of my basket. So I had to realize that I needed to put those things back in my basket, okay? But I can't put them all in my basket all at once because I didn't lose them all at once. So as I'm retracing my steps down this pathway to gather up all the little things that I lost, they get put in my basket one thing at a time. I do not all of a sudden say, oh, there's my morning routine. All right, cool. Going to mix that in with a workout. Going to eat perfect. da 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 Because my basket is going to get too heavy all at once, right? So you really do have to pick these things up and put them back in your basket one at a time. And that doesn't sound attractive because I think the world tells us that we can have it all and we can have it all right now. But we have gotten into a dangerous state with that kind of mindset, A lot of us struggle with emotional eating because we think we can have it all and we can have it all right now, right? And that there are no consequences, but that's just not true. That we didn't build proper habits. If you've been on a health journey or if you've changed your life somehow, you didn't all of a sudden wake up and become this new person. At least I didn't. It took practice and it took habitual um, tries. It took took developing those, those daily habitual tasks Um, to become the person that I was. And again, that doesn't mean that we don't trip, we don't fall, we don't have down trees in our pathway. So how did I incorporate these six steps not too long ago so that I am doing better now? 
So number one, and I'm going to go over the steps again. So if you missed some, here's your chance to write them back down. Number one is get alone and ask yourself if you're actually living or if you're going through the motions and surviving. So write down like get alone, living or surviving, question mark. So I was driving to a girl's lunch the other day and all of a sudden I feel I felt very free. And um, I, I didn't understand why I felt like this newfound freedom. Like I was just going to a girl's lunch. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. But I was alone and I wasn't with my husband and me and my husband are around each other all the time. And we love that. Um, but I was alone and I had a chance to think and I was like, wow, like what is this feeling that I just feel like the wind was in my hair. It was a beautiful fall day. Like what, what made me feel so free in that moment? And I think it was because I felt like a sense of me as Hannah came back and not Hannah, the wife. Do you know what I mean? Like just Hannah, like who I was before I got married, before, um, before I moved home, uh, back to my hometown to work in the family business. Like I stood very independent, um, before all of that. And I felt that, that little surge of energy and that little, that, that person kind of coming back. And I was like, Whoa, what is that? And so I started kind of thinking like, why do I feel this way? And I went to lunch and I was talking with my friends and I couldn't shake the feeling that I was like feeling something very different at that time. Like, I don't know, just a little bit lighter and a little bit more confident and a little bit more powered up. I don't, I don't know how to describe the feeling. Um, but it made me reflect and made me think like, okay, if I'm feeling this way, then why haven't I been feeling this way all alone? Like what, what am I doing? Why this feels good. This feels like I'm alive. Like why am I not feeling like this all the time? So I started realizing that I had become, not burdened, I would, I would say, but maybe mentally a little burdened with the problems of life. And, um, I think we all have to go through those, but I think that I just kind of felt very free for a moment. And then I realized like, I like this feeling. I'm going to chase this feeling. And, um, but I talked to my friends and I talked to them and, you know, they were like, yeah, that's good. Like maybe you're feeling like yourself, you know? And, so I journaled, I prayed, I talked with my friends, I talked with my dad, I talked with my husband, I talked with everybody because that's how I process is that I communicate. Um, and it took me several days to figure out what I was trying to say, to put it into words, and like how I wanted to proceed forward. So I got alone, I asked myself if I was actually living, I processed for a few days, and then I decided who I wanted to be. And I feel like I've gone through this process before. And I don't know why it disappeared. Um, I really couldn't tell you other than just like life circumstances. Um, but I decided that I did not want to be that person that was going through the motions anymore, that I enjoyed feeling lit up. Um, and so I decided that who Hannah needs to be, who Hannah that stood so independently before wants to be is someone who gets up early in the morning, you know, um, she eats good. Uh, she wants to feel so productive at the end of the day. She doesn't want to feel like she wasted her day. Um, she has strong faith. She wants to associate with go-getters, right? I don't, I don't want to, um, associate, you know, much with people who don't, 
who aren't pushing, right? Who, who are just going through the motions. And I, I'm not trying to be mean. I just, I know myself. And if I start to associate with people that are just taking it easy all the time, um, that's not who I am. And I, and I will eventually morph into that person. I've, I've done it before. And so I have to be very careful about who I surround myself with because I can kind of chameleon into that person um, to not ruffle any feathers. So I had to be true to myself and like, wait a minute, God made me very unique. He, like he makes all of us very unique and he gave me special gifts. And if I'm sleeping on these gifts and not activating them and not um, allowing uh the person who he made me to be to come alive, then what am I doing? I'm wasting them. I'm not being a good steward of of the fire that he gave me and the personality that he gave me. Um, and so I had to wake up and realize like, wait a minute, you've, you've been basically adopting everybody else's schedules around you. You've been adopting um, everybody else's style of life to fit yours. And no wonder you're not happy. No wonder you're struggling with motivation because you're not, you're not living who you are. And I'm not talking about no eat, pray, love, baloney. Okay. (laughs) I'm talking about realizing who you were made to be and owning it, right? This podcast is about emotional eating for sure, but it's also about gaining control of that emotional eating so that you can get to your goals, so that you can live the life that God has for you and so that you can become the person you were meant to be. Um, And I'll talk a little bit more about, you know, how you co-align this process with like, who God has you to be and who he wants you to be. Um, But so that's, that's how I, I'm on step number three. So I decided who I wanted to be, right? Got to get back to my notes over here. I'll get distracted. Um, And then I looked at the steps that I needed to get back to where I wanted to be, right? So that person woke up early. So I had to incorporate a little bit earlier of a wake up call, um, which meant getting to bed a little bit earlier. I had to get up and commit to doing a workout in the mornings. Um, I did get, up late one day that week. And so um, I did not get my workout in that morning, but I did get it in that evening. And so I did, and I was I was specific about what I was doing. I did five biking workouts, one strength workout, and one stretching workout. My goal was to move my body every day. And you do not have to repeat what I just said. Like you don't have to do what I just said. But for me, that's what was going to work. And I knew I had to get back to the basics that filled my cup and focus on very small things that I could check off. Um, I started drinking a little bit more water, started incorporating a little bit more vegetables. Um, and, you know, I focused on those tiny things. But like the first day, I was just proud I got my workout in. And then the second day, um, I was proud that I drank a little bit more water and got my workout in. The third day, you know, it's just those small little buildable wins that will give you that confidence and that momentum to keep going. Um And so then at the end of the week, right, number six, check in at the end of the week, I looked back and I was so fired up that I had done my workouts exactly like I said I was going to do. What that does is that builds confidence. When you keep promises to yourself, that builds so much confidence in you and then it has you keep going. So where does the momentum come in? When I looked back at my week, not only did I accomplish those workouts, my house was cleaner. I was more patient. Laundry and dishes were caught up. It was like 
by just waking up a little bit earlier or just getting my workout in, all of a sudden I had all this more energy to do all the other things that were nagging me. I was more productive at work. I was earlier, like I was just able to get back to who I was, right? And who I had practiced for so many years to become and lost my way, but I was able to get back to that Um, and I felt so accomplished and that's where that momentum came in. Cause then all of a sudden I was like, wow, I just focused on that little bit of thing, right? That small win, which, you know, figuring out who I wanted to be, all that led up to the motivation. I stuck with the goal that I said I was going to stick with just for a week, right? But then when I looked back, I was so much more productive and I was that much closer to the person that I had described that I wanted to become, Um, And now I'm going into week three of this and just still keeping with those same commitments, still gathering up those things into my basket, right? Slowly putting them in one by one, not overwhelming myself. Like tonight I had cheesecake at dinner, okay? But I also ordered a water. I didn't order soda. So I'm taking those small little wins. I'm not beating myself up. I'm giving myself some grace. Um, And I know that eventually I will become that person because I've done it before and I'll do it again. That right there I think is key though. If you've never done this, it will be hard to believe that you can do this. But I have good news because in our Father, in the strength of Him, we can do anything. We can overcome our own minds and our own doubts with Him by our side because we rely on Him as our strength. So if you've never done something like this and this is like really the the breaking point of you wanting to change your life and really starting to get going on like, okay, I got to make some changes. My health is bad. I'm out of control. My relationships are horrible. Whatever it might look like, if this is that moment for you, remember that your strength comes from the Lord and that he is going to help see you through. He did not bring you to this point to drop you off and to call it good and say good luck. Okay, he's not dropping you off at the Greyhound bus station and then pulling out, you know? He's going to stay right here with you and he's been here the whole time and all you have to do is rely on him and access his strength. Prayer, worship music, whatever. I've got episodes on this um, to encourage you in your relationship with God. And I I do think that as you continue to create this momentum, um, it's going to help you not feel so overwhelmed. You know, we wonder why we there's so much anxiety, there's so much overwhelm, there's so much, you know, so many people and it it really does come back to we are in our thoughts a lot instead of taking that action. And so because I took those small wins, those small actions throughout the week, I felt less overwhelmed, more accomplished, more productive, and I feel like I can do more. I mean, it's the craziest thing. Have you ever seen that commercial where it's like a, a body in motion stays in motion? I don't know if that's like a physics law or whatever, but I always go back to that. And it's like, yes, a body in motion stays in motion. It's so much easier to stay going than it is to stop and go, stop and go. Um, and I think that this exercise can be duplicated weekly. Um, and I think that this can be made into something on Sunday mornings or whatever time you spend with God. Um, or if you're meal planning, whatever that might look like for you. And as long as our thoughts are in line with his thoughts, This can be a very honoring process uh, to him. This could also turn very vain, right? If you are focusing on what this will just do for your life, it can become a very vain process. But if we're focusing on honoring God, 
taking care of the one body he has given us, taking care of the relationships he's blessed us with, um, treating our home, like if we're talking about chores, treating our home, which is a blessing he's given us, better, being good stewards of the gifts and the blessings that he's given us, how in the world is that not honoring him? You know, so I really do think like it has to do with your mindset and where your brain is at. So making sure that when you're incorporating this, you're incorporating it and with his thoughts and what he would have for your life, right? So that's kind of our base level as Christians. We go back to what he wants for our life. So I would just encourage you to make sure that you're not treating this as a vain process because this can get that way. I've done it before. Like, I want to be this and I want to have this. Like, I've I've gotten very vain with mine before. Um, but I think it's just like an important note to make sure that your mindset stays within what he would have for you and within his will. Um, he does want the best for you. He does want success because when Christians are successful, we bless the world, right? I mean, we, we really do pay it back because of everything that he's done for us. We want to give that to other people, right? So, I would suggest just making sure that your thoughts are aligned with his thoughts as you do this process weekly. Um, And I just want to encourage you again, do not overfill your basket, okay? Remember, you got to put in a little bit at a time. Um, But if this episode helped you, please run to the review section or our community Facebook page and let me know. I would love to hear something that you feel like needs to be changed in your life, Um, and to be that person our Father has created you to be, and being a good steward of the gifts and blessings that He has given us ensures um, that we continue to grow closer to Him instead of farther away. So that is what I have for you this week. I hope you enjoyed those tips. Re-listen if you didn't get to write them down. Remember, this life is only one, and it is given to us by the grace of God, and and is such a gift. Do not waste it on barely surviving. You were made for more. He has a plan for you. You are not just cast by the wayside. You are not unimportant. You are crucial to his plan. That is why he created you. So hope you guys have a great week. Uh, I will see you back here next week with a new episode number 23. So I will see you then. Bye. What up, girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. I always want this to be a two-way conversation, and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations, though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message, or share this episode to your stories. Please tag me, though, so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.